It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Dallas Cowboys offensive tackle Tyron Smith is expected to miss most of the 2022 NFL season. What does that mean for the Dallas Cowboys? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Brightco Bright Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 per month. Check out your special offer for Locked On uh, Cowboys listeners and get under, covered in under two minutes at brightco.forward slash locked on. That is bright.co forward slash locked on. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, what's going on, sir? <laughs> not much. I mean, not tons. Obviously, we've got a lot to get into, uh, uh, you know, just trying to kind of get through the day with this Tyron Smith injury. It's it's obviously devastating. Yeah, and there's a lot of different angles that we're gonna we're gonna cover here. But let's let's first start with the news. And just in case you haven't heard, Tyron Smith was hurt in the team's Wednesday practice. It was really the last practice before they kind of broke training camp all together. The Cowboys obviously have a preseason game on Friday. He went down awkwardly, and it's been now announced that he has some kind of it's like a hamstring or kneecap yeah. injury. The Cowboys aren't even sure if he's gonna have surgery yet. I saw Jerry Jones on first take said. That hasn't been decided. Ian Rappaport says it has. Regardless, sounds like he's going to miss most of, if not the entire 2022 season. It's an absolutely brutal injury for Smith and the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way around it. Uh, obviously, at a spot where they had, you know, not a lot of depth already, we were already trying to figure out exactly what the depth plan was. Um, and I think, you know, this is, there are lots of people out there rightfully upset with the front office that they didn't get this situation resolved earlier. But I have to say like, this is worst case scenario for the timing of this. Like, I I think that, you know, you could, you could make the argument that the Cowboys had a plan for if Tyron Smith got into the season and missed a game or two, but to be injured for multiple months before the season even starts, obviously really, really screws up 
you know, the multiple backup plans and plans they had in place. I mean, you know, look, I, I think there's obviously a lot to be said about the idea that the Cowboys, uh, you know, have people say haven't done very much. I mean, they drafted two offensive tackles in the last three offensive tackles. If you count Tyler Smith in the last two years. Uh, and if this injury had had happened two months from now, three months from now, the Cowboys would probably be in a much better spot to handle this. But unfortunately, since it happened where it is, the Cowboys are looking down a, a, a black hole of options at left tackle, which are not great. Uh, we'll go over them. Uh, but I, I, it's just it's just an incredibly unfortunate situation for the Cowboys, for uh, Tyron Smith, obviously. Well, uh, it's one of those involved. things where the timing almost could be worse, right? If this happens in June, right, during minicamp, okay, now you have the whole summer, you have training yeah. camp to get ready. Um, and you can start bringing in options. But if it happens week seven, okay, now maybe at that point you kind of see what Tyler Smith is doing, you see what the available guys are out there, and you're just trying to get somebody to get you through the rest of the season. Happening now, you know, a day before your last preseason game, throws a monkey wrench in this whole thing. Like almost everything you practice on the left side of the offensive line this year, got to kind of throw it away. You're just starting over with two weeks before week one. Yeah, I mean, because I think you can, you know, look, like you can, you can be upset with the overall plan, and and obviously hindsight's twenty twenty with the Lael Collins situation, but it's like, it, it's it's really just an incredibly unfortunate situation, and it leaves the Cowboys in kind of the middle of the road sort of solution. Like, where do you kind of go from here? I think, yeah. and we'll get into all the different things that, yeah. that we could do, but but the problem is, is that. There's not like a perfect fit, and and it's not a, as simple as oh well this. No, is there's where not going to be a perfect answer. It's just what's yeah. the least bad option, right? Yeah, to uh, be honest. I want to get to those options, but before that, so the Cowboys had a practice on Tuesday before, mm-hmm. and Michael Parsons had an incredible spin move on Tyron Smith that everybody went wild about. I was actually DMing with uh, another Cowboys writer. I don't even need to say who it was, but. I said, it looks like Tyron Smith has no flexibility left in his lower body. Like he's just struggling to bend anymore. He thought the same thing. And then we saw a tweet from Jane Slater this morning where it sounds like the Cowboys were already concerned about that. They said he had a chronic uh, ankle injury that he, that he re-injured in camp, um, that they were already worried about some of the lower body flexibility. So Maybe we shouldn't be surprised that something like this happened. I gotta say, like that video um, that we that is kind of circulating around about his, with his injury, it was not a great video because of the angle, unfortunately. But to me, I thought that when when I first saw it, I thought it was his ankle because if you watch the video, his ankle kind of goes underneath his leg, right? Yeah. And I think that ultimately what happened is that, you know, as someone who actually I have a bad ankle that I got from football in, in, in high yeah. school. And and what happens to me, and I, I don't know this is similar to him, is that, you know, because it's weaker, it'll turn underneath you a lot easier. Like there will yeah. be times when I'm walking and it just kind of I fold, you know, because my ankle just doesn't land right. I'm wondering if that's what happened to him and then like the stretching of his leg you know kind of in in that whole process is what made him kind of do a weird turn of his of his of his leg and that that obviously kind of was what ripped off the hamstring yeah. I mean, i'm not a doctor but I, I yeah look i will tell you that 
they will tell you that a lot of those lower body stuff, you know, can kind of be chained to each other. And, and when you're overcompensating and that sort of thing, that's when injury happens. So it's terrible. I mean, it's maybe, yeah, maybe this was something that was kind of developing as, as Tyron was trying to work through some stuff. Uh, uh, but I yeah, mean, I mean, his it's... body has gone through so much on yeah. top of all the surgeries and everything that he's had. I mean, he's, he's been an NFL player for over a decade now, right? Like that in itself is going to wear your body down. So it, it's devastating. Part of me wonders if he'll ever play again, just because of how serious this knee injury is. Um, Jerry Jones seems to be optimistic that he will, um, We'll see. I, I do want to tell you a quick story about how I found out about all this news starting from last night. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Britco. Actually, I've had a friend who uh, this is getting into the ad, but who was proposing to his then girlfriend at the time uh, at the top of a Ferris wheel, dropped Whoa. the ring, went all <laughs> the way down the Ferris wheel, couldn't couldn't find it. Uh, and he ended up losing all that money. But if he wow. would have been partnered with somebody like Britco, uh, it would have been okay. You don't want to be that guy, and you certainly don't want to be the guy that's splattered all over the internet. The guys at Britco, uh, Joey Insurance, will make sure that you get a replacement for a full value of that ring, no matter if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it. Go to bright.co, again, forward slash locked on. It's the fastest and easiest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. These guys at Brightco are absolute geniuses. They made insurance, buying for your uh, engagement rank, watch, whatever. It's just so easy. It's only two minutes on the phone to to get the absolute best deal. Bright.co forward slash locked on. We all hate insurance. These guys at Brightco have turned the whole experience around. and It's probably the easiest thing you can do for yourself. No excuses. Five bucks a month. Two minutes on the phone. Check it out. Bright.co forward slash locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so quick story before we talk about the options. Yeah, let's hear it. I was at the circus last night with my my wife and my daughter, and as the whole thing's wrapping up, I, I get a the message on my phone to watch this video of Tyron getting hurt. My my daughter's having fun. We're walking out of the thir- circus, and I'm like doom scrolling on Twitter. She puts the the little red nose on me. I have the sad clown look the entire time <laughs> I'm doing the, the podcast. So I got, got tears coming down my eyes. I got the red nose on. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it was oh not God. great. It was not great. So that's amazing. It was a long day. I took a nice big sleeping pill. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just relax, sleep off this bad news. It can't be all that bad. Right. So I, I wake up late this morning and Twitter is burnt down. So there you go. That's how I started off. That's last night into this morning. So I, I, I fielded a bunch of questions as much as I could last night. And then I figured that I needed to go to bed to rest up to yeah to deal with you in the morning so because <laughs> I, I yeah so i've got thoughts in this whole what should the cowboys do thing and i'm still trying to process it so i'm going to talk mm. through it and you t- you tell me where you're at okay all right 
Yeah, let's hear it. Everything that we've been saying all offseason is it feels like the Cowboys are looking at 2023 as their window in their year, right? So part of me wonders, like, what's if that's the goal, why spend 10, 12 million on an Eric Fisher? Why trade a draft pick and spend money on an Isaiah Wynn? When it's pretty clear that the plan is to anyways just have Tyler Smith be the left tackle. When you draft an offensive lineman in the first round, you need that guy to be become a tackle. Unless they're going to be an all-pro level guard like Zach Martin, they need to be a good tackle. I, I think instead of waiting around, hoping maybe two years from now Tyler Smith develops into a left tackle, just put him out there. Have it tra- be trial by fire. We've already seen Mike McCarthy say that Connor McGovern is probably going to be your week one starter after his fantastic camp. I think it's probably the best way to get your five best offensive linemen on the field. And let's go. I mean, that's that's at least where I'm at at this point. I'm willing to take the lumps with Tyler Smith at left tackle to at least find out where we're at. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's kind of what they have to do. Either that or some combination of that plus bringing in a veteran here. Like, uh, I think you you need... I thought I think that Tyler Smith was your backup at left tackle solution that they've been working on. Yeah, but I now you that just now, need somebody that can still be your swing well, tackle, right? No, Tyler so Smith yeah, you, you got to figure out the swing tackle now in in a more urgent fashion, right? Because I think, look, you can say what you want, and I've been saying this with everyone as much as everyone's complaining about this. The Cowboys did have contingency plans for Tyler for Tyron Smith, just not, you know, before the season having a career-ending type of injury, right? Yeah. So, you know, they have all these guys that they want to develop. It's just the problem is they wanted to develop them a lot slower than this. In fact, they wanted Tyler Smith to potentially play the entire season out as left guard without having to deal with it. But I 100% agree with you. you you've invested at the position already. It's time to take the lumps and, and kick him out there and, and just see what he can do. I, I still think that you probably, like I said, need to bring in a veteran, like just oh, yeah. as a as a swing tackle. Whether option. it's Ty Dasecki or some, Daryl Williams or somebody I, like that, right? I'm still now. I'm more on board with the Isaiah Wynn trade idea, simply because I think, look, worst worst case scenario, he could be your starter at left tackle. If he's no good, then you could still kick him inside the guard. He he would be a good left left sure. guard. Uh, and then you could kick McGovern back to kind of the more versatile swing interior type and go from there. Uh, look, I, I, I think I understand the sky is falling aspect of this right now. I hate this. I, I think it's it's it's, it's it, it potentially could wreck the entire Cowboys season. Like, let's you want me to go full worst case scenario? This could be the you know kind of biggest tipping domino towards a really terrible season for the Cowboys. There's absolutely no way around, you know, that, that being a possibility. There's also another possibility where the Cowboys kick Tyler Smith out. McGovern continues to develop the way he does. They take their lumps with Tyler Smith. You see a bunch of 12 personnel. You see a bunch of seven, six man protection schemes in the early part of the season as he's learning the position. And then eventually he, he, develops into something decent and the Cowboys get on with the rest of their season and take advantage of the fact that they have a terrible schedule this year and still manage to pull this out. So I, I just think know. that the Terrence Steele, the way the Terrence Steele season played out in 2020, where it was bad, like exactly did not play well. However, it ultimately ended up being a good thing because in 2021, when you did need him, 
he already had a thousand snaps under his belt. I, now that we know that Tyron Smith is going to be gone for, I, I'm just calling it the whole season. I would be absolutely floored if he played a regular season game for them this year. I just, I would be. It's time to look forward. It's time to think about what's the best long-term scenario. And I think it's playing Tyler Smith at left tackle. And I know it's going to be sloppy and there's probably going to have a lot of holding calls and it's going to, the footwork is going to be clunky, but I'd rather, I'd rather live with that hoping for something that he continues to improve than, okay, let's see if Eric Fisher isn't completely washed. And if he can be a top 25 left tackle in the NFL. Or Jason Peters, or see if Mitch Schwartz. Let's, let's wants have to come a forty-year-old injury-prone tackle come out and play, and let's pay him a bunch of money like that. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, and that's kind of my pushback to this, like you know, uh, what? Why didn't the Cowboys do more beforehand? It's like, what would you have had them do? Because none of these options are good. None of these options are. All these options include paying a lot of money or giving up assets to get another person on this team who may just be as bad or just as injured as anybody else that's on this team. Um, and so that's why I do think that you need, you need a vet because you need somebody to kind of compete for that swing tackle position. But I, I think as far as getting the most talented folks on the field, you know, short of a trade for somebody, your best bet most likely is to kick out your, your young tackle and see if he's, you know, ready to do that. And look, I, I will point out that, he played obviously 23 games of left tackle in college. He, uh, yeah, he's playing on the left side at guard. So a lot of the run footwork is exactly the same at tackle as it is at guard. Uh, you he did know, the, work the, a little bit out in practice, not during camp, but during off season stuff, mini camps, rookie camp, that kind of stuff. So he has familiarity. It's not like a huge, huge jump back. And a lot of the techniques he's learned in the off season, he will still have to use in, in at left tackle when he gets out there. It's, it's a terrible solution. Oh, it's, it's it's not yeah. it's not the, it's not best ideal. But we're we're past looking for ideal solutions in, in this situation. So uh, I think that that's the solution that actually provides at least some upside, right? Because at the very least, you get you start to go through the situation where he's taking his lumps, he's learning, he's developing. Maybe by midseason, you've got something at left tackle. Uh, I, I mean, that's not necessarily a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that. I would rather go with the younger situation that will continue to get better as the season goes on than a older offensive tackle who would deteriorate as the season goes on. Yes. I, 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 because you're hoping at that point, you're hoping for improvement, right? And you, the belief is that, Hey, the more he plays, maybe the better he gets. At least that's gives you somewhat hope. I just, I, I, I don't get the Eric Fisher thing or that Jason Peters too, especially anymore. Like, those guys aren't going to be able to last anyways. Like the reason they're available is because they get hurt all the time, right? Like Eric Fisher is a free agent because he popped his Achilles a year and a half ago and he did not play well when he returned. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I don't think there wasn't a good solution yesterday before this injury happened. No. There's not a good solution now. The only difference is, is that you're more desperate now. Yeah. So you are willing to kind of open up the book, but, but again, that doesn't mean the solutions are better. That just means that you're willing to take more risk yep. to try to solve the problem, which means that you could actually dig yourself into a bigger hole by signing a 40 year old left tackle who turns around and gets injured in, in week one. You know, it's like, I, I did I, see this potential solution. Um, 
Somebody asked about, actually it wasn't somebody, it was uh, John McLean from the Houston Chronicle suggested, what about Larry Tunsil for a first round pick? Here's Tunsil's cap numbers, okay? Uh, his actually base salary this year is $1 million, uh, so that's all that the Cowboys would have to pay this year. The next year is $18.5 million. I mean... You're going you're gonna to have to pay a first round pick. I'm just telling you straight up. Now he's 28 years old. I, I, I that's tough. That's if that's going to be a first round pick. Like, hmm. But that's, I mean, now you're you're really invested in your offensive line, but it's a really good player. Yeah, I and mean, the, the part that really kind of makes that rough is that that now you're really talking about truly making Tyler Smith a full time guard. Like, Probably. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a talent upgrade. You know, it, it at least puts you on par with with what you had previous to Tyler uh, to Tyron getting injured. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a heavy price to pay to be sure, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's something to kick around. Maybe you can. I, I think you. I think you do that trade <laughs> if we are in week six and it's just clear that Tyler Smith is too big of a problem at left tackle to even compete in games. Kind of like where the Cowboys were at with the wide receiver situation 2018 where it's hey the rest of the roster is good but the wide receivers are so bad that it's actively hurting us from winning games like that's that's when you probably entertain the tunsil idea at least to me yeah i I think you know it's it's a lot to ask it solves the problem but it's still it's a lot to ask it's a lot to ask uh all right we're going to continue to talk about this whole (laughs) offensive tackle left tackle situation for the cowboys but before we do that I want to tell you about LinkedIn. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that your hirings are your network and help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That is linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Um, you were being Mr. Doom and Gloom a few minutes ago. Can I be <laughs> Mr. Mister Optimistic for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I love the role change here. This is great. There are teams in the NFL last year and 
previous seasons that have had worse offensive line situations yes. and still accomplish the goals that they wanted to get done, right? Like having your left tackle out is not necessarily something that's going to absolutely kill you. We saw last year in the NFC Championship game, the Rams were starting Joseph Noteboom, Rob Havenstein, who's a good player. Uh, we saw the Bengals were starting, jeez, I don't know, it was Isaiah Prince at right tackle. They lost their right tackle, Riley Reef, early on in the season. We've even seen the Cowboys, like last year, without Tyron Smith, win a lot of games. Now, you have to have the rest of your team overcome it. Um, but I do feel with Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, they are far better and more willing to adapt their offensive game plan because of offensive line play than the previous coaching staff. At this point, Landon, Tyron Smith's played 13 games over the last two years. Like Kellen Moore is pretty used to him not being available at left tackle. I, I would think this would be the best prepared they would be to not have Tyron on the field. So I'm not, I'm not completely ruling them out. Plus, on top of that, the betting markets, which you know are pretty predictive, have not moved an inch since the Tyron news. Cowboys are still the favorites to win the NFC. Their win total actually in the last like week or so has gone up from 9.5 to 10. The betting markets don't believe that this injury changes all that much for the Cowboys. I don't think it does. I, I, I think it, it's going to have a major effect in how the Cowboys play. I don't know if it's going to have a major effect in the outcome of the season. I know what I just previously said that, that yeah. this could be the thing that, I mean, could is a, leaves a lot of room for error there, but, but the other way out of this is not necessarily look, we, we talked about how there's two types of tackles in the, in the league, right? There's the kind of tackle that you can put on an Island and can do their own thing without help. And there's That's the time. Kind of yep. Right. What this means is that no matter who you put out there, you're going to pr- be providing them help. Right. Yep. There's just not going to be the same number of five-man protection schemes in passing. So yep. you mean it means you're going to have one guy less out and route. I think that there's like this uh, preconceived uh, notion. And look, people need to stop listening to Jerry and Stephen Jones talk after this stuff. Like they're just speaking to the media. Half of what they say is nonsense. I, I think when, but one thing that they did say was that the, this is going to require more of the onus be put on the offense everyone kind of rushed to say that that was Dak I don't think it is just Dak I, I really do think that this is going to be spread out amongst the entirety of the offense because what it's going to mean is that the what you're going to have one less wide receiver out and route because you're going to have one guy back into protection so you're going to need that uh, those wide receivers to step it up in order to get open because you have less options out and route you're going to need a tight end to, to to be able to pass block a little bit better to kind of you know make up for the fact that you can't put a guy out on an island that's the same goes for Zeke. I think Dak is going to be the person that's going to take the lion's share of this, but it's not only Dak. And and I think yeah. that there well, are it's not certain... only the offense either, right? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Defense not. is going to have to step up. Special teams are going to be better. The, the other thing that I would say, Landon, is that, and it sounds so weird because you would, I mean, with Tyron getting gone or being gone, you would think the wiggle room is completely gone now, right? Like, but I would say you have absolutely no wiggle room left on the offensive line. Right. If let's say it's Tyler Smith playing left tackle and it's Terrence Steele at right tackle, I can't even tell you how much how, how detrimental it would be if Terrence Steele rolled an ankle is out for four weeks, right? Yeah. Now we're at the very last part of it of guys that you've at least had in your building that can play. Like they just don't have any more wiggle room if they get another offensive line injury. That's what's kind of scary here. 
Yeah, I mean that's I mean obviously that's why I feel like they still need to bring one more person in, right? Is yeah. is insurance more than anything. Uh, look, I, I think there are ways to schematically get around all of this. This is not the end of the season before it even starts. It was going to make everything more difficult on offense. There's just no way around that. But can this team get around that? Yeah, I, I actually sure. think they can. They still have Dak Prescott. They still have the schedule that they have. Um, you know, and I think that it's just going to be about reconfiguring how your offense goes about doing business. Like I said, I think this means more 12 personnel, more six and seven man protections, uh, which, you know, may lean in more to what they want to do anyways. You know, like they, they have, they don't necessarily have the wide receiver core as it stands right now to run a bunch of three wide receiver sets. So it also might just be a whole philosophical shift on how they want to play football yeah. this year. Like Could be. last year, it was all about getting ahead as quick as possible and letting the defense tee off. Right. I, I kind of wonder now they're going to be going back to a little bit more of let's grind out some of these games. And that doesn't necessarily mean running the ball a lot, but like just playing at a much slower pace than what we're used to seeing. Right. Instead of trying to have 40 dropbacks in a game, let's go to 34. Right. And just taking up a little bit more clock so our offensive tackles aren't exposed as much. I think you're going to see them do some of that. And maybe they especially, should anyway. Especially because, early, right? Yeah, well, especially and, early. Especially early. And let's be honest. I, I don't think Tyron Smith played all that well in the playoff game, right? I mean, part of the reason that they struggled on offense is because I think they felt like they had usual, healthy Tyron Smith playing left, left tackle. And he didn't play well. He had multiple penalties, gave up some pressures like – Maybe it is time for them to shift the way that they play offense a little bit. Yeah, I mean, neither one of the tackles played well in that game. No. And so, I mean, at the very least, now that they've got two younger guys that obviously aren't going to be as good as Lael Collins or Tyron Smith in their prime, but maybe you're not, you know, maybe that doesn't exist anymore. Maybe Tyron Smith prime and Lael Collins prime doesn't exist anymore. So um, I, I think that I think that, that they're – their shift should be to kind of lean into the youth movement, uh, develop these guys. They have talent. They just need to take their lumps. And I think that ultimately what that means is that, you know, the first, all those things I described, the 12 personnel, the the higher protection schemes, I I think it's just, it's, it's what's what you're going to see early on in the season as these guys are developing. I mean, and, and, you know, the hope is, is that you get six or seven games into the season and, uh, you've seen some improvement from Tyler Smith and you don't feel like you need to do that all the time. And maybe that can change the philosophy as the season goes on, as Gallup gets healthier, uh, you know, he sees things develop a little bit. This isn't the end of the season. You know, it's incredibly frustrating. It's incredibly sad because of the, who the player is. Um, but this is still a situation where the Cowboys, like you said, none of the goals have changed. None, none of the, it's just how they're going to have to accomplish it. Can they overcome this stuff? It's gonna be hard. Uh, it, Nobody's yeah. saying it's gonna be easy, right? I just but but it's not uh, over. And everyone needs to kind of back it, away from the ledge a little bit on yeah, that part. It, of it. It's a devastating loss. I mean, we're not gonna sugarcoat it, and we haven't, right? It's it's a huge loss. But I also don't think it's the same loss as it was in 2017 when you didn't have Tyron Smith. I think I for agree. a couple of reasons. Number one, actually for three reasons. Number one, Jason Garrett's not your head coach. Right, uh, Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy are just better at hiding tackles than Jason Garrett. It's just the truth. Number two, Tyron Smith is not the same player as he was in 2017. Losing Tyron Smith in 2017 is a whole lot different than losing him in 2022, right? 
I mean, as good as he was last year, he's just not the same player. And number three, your quarterback's better, right? I think Dak is a whole lot more mature than he was in 2017. He's got a better feel of when to get rid of the ball. So I think it's going to hurt, but I think it might hurt a little bit less than it did five years ago compared to now. I think fans in general don't have the resilience that these football teams do, which is understandable. Our job is to sit here and and watch this and get upset about it or be excited about it and and react. Right. But you know, they're not going to just fold up and give up. And I think that there is, there's still, there's still lots of hope with this team. It's just, it's not, it's yeah. (laughs) All the games are left. (laughs) All the games are left. Uh, You know, and that's the other thing too, to remember is that, and it kind of goes back to this last thing I'll say, it kind of goes back to what we talked about yesterday. If the games were being played right now, that phrase, if the games are being played right now is the, is the worst phrase for any kind of off season discourse, because none of the games are being played right now. And as much as we're upset about what's going on right now, they still have two weeks to try to correct course. We still don't even know what the plan is moving forward. So at the very least, we should wait and see what the plan is, see how it works out. The, every single year we get to this point, and every single year we tell you that we don't know what's going to happen. And, and the, the NFL is just insanity. And as much as we, you can't predict what's going to happen, maybe we can't predict the, the positive things that could happen as well to this team moving forward. I just want to – we've been through this thing for – Several years now, not necessarily Tyron, but a lot of times with Tyron, where, hey, after week one, Demarcus Lawrence breaks his foot after they lose to Tampa yeah. Bay, and Michael Gallup's out six weeks or seven weeks or eight weeks with a calf injury, and Lyle Collins gets suspended in the same week. Remember, I mean, we, we went through all this between weeks one and week two last year, and the Cowboys still won a lot of games. Like, I'm not, it's not going to be easy, but it can be done. So we'll see what they uh, – they have in store over the next couple of weeks. We got a preseason game to preview tomorrow, believe it or not, which seems like trivial most, at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really, really does. Especially after we were knocking on wood that the Cowboys were the healthiest we've seen them coming out of training camp yesterday. I guess you can blame. I, I, I mean, I I clearly told the, the the gods in the sky that I was knocking on wood. Everybody heard it, right? The like, old gods in the new. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, all right. Thanks again for making Lifetime Cowboys your first listen of the day. Uh, Hopefully we didn't depress you too much. I don't feel too bad. Uh, It's Fantasy Draft Week on Lifetime Podcast Network, so make sure you go follow the Lifetime Fantasy Football Podcast uh, and listen to Vinny Vinny Iyer, the fantasy expert over there who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Lifetime Fantasy Football. You can follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Follow the show at Lifetime Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. See you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.